Disney dreamers and welcome to the DLP Clubhouse, your compass to the wonderful world of DLP. I am Leisha and I'm Andrea and thank you guys for being here on another episode of the DLP Clubhouse. Today we'll be discussing how to travel to DLP. This episode is a short and sweet one but we'll be ready here to discuss all the things you need to know about traveling to DLP. So here we go. Okay, Miss Andrea. We both live in different countries and thus travel in different ways. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to make sure, I'm from Belgium. Miss Andrea lives in France, Paris, but is a citizen of the world because I can't even sum up where you've lived or where you were born because it's so elaborate and you're such a multicultural citizen of the world. But at this point, Miss Andrea lives in Paris. Um, can you tell us how you, being a Parisian, travel to DLP? Uh, so it's something called the beautiful RER train. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically a train that goes straight through the middle and heart of Paris all the way to uh, mont which is where Disneyland is. So it literally drops you off right in front of uh, the gates of the, where you go to check your stuff out uh, at the security. And uh, for me, it's I have my little Navigo pass, which is kind of similar to like the Oyster card system in mm-hmm. London. Um, and I top it up. On the weekends, there's quite a nice little deal, which is uh, you can basically get a Zone One to Five a whole day um, ticket, so you can go on any of the uh, buses, any of the other bits of the metro, because the RER specifically has a specific ticket. Like it's a different type of train to the other parts of the uh, Parisian Metro. Mm -hmm. So it tends to be a little bit more expensive, but on the weekends you get uh, just like a general weekend ticket and you can just like go everywhere. Of course you can't use the buses um, in that area of Chessy because they're not part of the same travel service. If that made sense, it's not part Mm -hmm. of the same company, Um, but it takes you right over there. So you, you wouldn't have to worry. Like for example, if you get lost on the weekends, it's really good to get a day ticket because you can just go on another train instead of having to purchase another mm-hmm. ticket and then going on again. Okay. So does this apply to people who want to book a hotel in Paris, for example, because I've, I mean, you and I, we've all heard people, um, especially like American people, like, Hey, we want to do it two days in Paris and then come for one or two days to Disneyland hotel mm-hmm. or Disneyland Paris. I'm sorry, but stay in Paris. Would that be applicable to them? Would that be a good advice for them? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's the, the only way to get to Disneyland in Paris without okay. having to take a hundred euro Uber to, mm-hmm. to Disney, <laughs> which uh, I wouldn't suggest. I wouldn't mm-hmm. suggest that at all. Um, but definitely if you're a tourist, a, a tourists here in Paris, which there is so many people that do, like you said, do the day trip to Disneyland Paris. Um, yeah. I would totally recommend to uh, find more information, get a map of the metro, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Um, it's quite easy to get onto the RER because the RER literally goes through um, Charles Etoile, which is basically where the Arc de Triomphe is. Then mm-hmm. it goes to uh, Aubert, which is where the opera is uh, mm-hmm. and then it goes through Bastille so it goes through all the m- huge landmarks mm-hmm. um, so 
either way, if you go on the Parisian Metro, so depending where your hotel is, obviously, uh, you can find a direct link onto the RER and then change. Right now, um, probably by the time this episode airs, uh, it's still having construction work. So mm-hmm. every summer so far that I've been here, um, there's been construction work on the RER, meaning that it's not been working between um, one side of Paris to the other side of Paris, i.e. the whole entire of central Paris doesn't have the RER. Well, for summer, basically. So uh, this makes it extremely difficult because it's the only way to go to Disneyland Paris. Um, so you will need to find a then a connection that goes to Vincennes, uh, which is like on the very, very far east mm-hmm. of Paris. So just before going into kind of like uh, the rest of Ile de France, so I definitely recommend that you look that up as well. But I know yeah. by the time this probably airs, you can get the metro to Aubert and then change from there. But you mm-hmm. won't have any of the stops in between. Okay. It's complicated, but definitely go. I would probably suggest go to the information desk. They'll be really happy enough to get that for you, like to get the information for you. Um, and to tell you where you need to go and when you need to stop get city mapper it's always a great way of kind of knowing where things are going and mm-hmm. what times the trains are running because stuff here just doesn't like to go on a regular time or a regular <laughs> basis so I, I will suggest that you get the city mapper just to be sure and um if you're going to be around paris for a couple of days mm-hmm. uh, there is something called a navigo easy pass so a navigo easy pass is like a temporary navigo pass that you can just mm-hmm. upload instead of having to buy individual tickets for every day so okay that's good. a good idea to get um what i will i always do when i'm traveling as well like for example london i would check google maps on my phone because they're pretty up to date regarding um lines not working or construction so i mean just to add an extra combination but Mm -hmm. i've never traveled to disneyland paris so just listen to miss andrea um (laughs) so i think you can come to dlp by bus train car or plane and plane being of course landing in charlotte de gaulle uh there you can take a disney shuttle or an uber i think i don't think there's a train to dlp I think um, you can get train connections to DLP and yeah. they're not that difficult, but I, it gets really complicated because sometimes it's not working because it's on strike. Mm. So I would just avoid it just because it, yeah. it takes twice as long to get there. Okay, cool. Um, and what about you? How is the travel <laughs> from Belgium? <laughs> travel by Belgium. Okay. So um, I come by car. However, I recently traveled again via train for the opening of DLP. Mm-hmm. Since Peter didn't want to come with me, or did, he couldn't, he didn't, he he wanted he he wanted to come, but he had to work. And I don't want to drive um, uh, three and a half, maybe four hours alone because I'm I'm afraid to fall asleep. Mm. So we take the car because it's easy and flexible. We have the freedom to arrive and leave whenever we like. We have the infinity parking, so we can take luggage as much as we want. So we pay the gas, which is, I think, about 70 euros to get um, to DLP and back home. Mm -hmm. And I would say, uh, and then 16 euros times two for toll. So that's about 32, maybe 35 euros. You have to pay for uh, taxes for the road. And you can just pay via card. So it's super duper easy. 
And um, we drive from Antwerp, Belgium. So it takes us about three and a half hours. And if we take a break, probably about four. Oh, I was, um, I'm going to quickly say Patrick, he yeah. drives to DLP from Paris. Okay. Um, so, and this is the thing, I would not normally suggest it because it, uh, it takes quite a long time just mm-hmm. because the motorway system and having to go through Paris in general, it's like a nightmare. So yeah. I would not suggest anyone to go through that traffic because it's heavy. It's mm-hmm. quite bad. So for him, it takes like an hour, hour and a half to get to DLP, mm-hmm. even though it's not technically that far away. It just takes that long to get mm-hmm. through to the other side. So I wouldn't recommend driving, but just so you know, it'll take that long if you need to. Um, but yeah, that's quite a large drive. What about um, taking a train from uh, where uh, you are in Belgium? Well, from Belgium, you can take a train from Brussels or Antwerp, where I live. Um, it's pretty pricey. It does take only two hours, so that's pretty good. And in Antwerp, we have, um, I think it's a train that comes from Amsterdam. I'm not sure, but only leaves at one point in the morning and comes back at one point at night. So it's not like when you go from Brussels south, it's the um, TGV or TELUS. And you have a couple of options in timing. So that's very good. Um, The Eurostar train, I think you can take from the UK. I think you're going to elaborate on that one in a a moment. Um, And you can book the train online and you'll arrive at Marne La Vallée train station just before the entrance. So it's super easy. Yeah, anyone who is kind of living in the southern part of England, or even the any part of the south of England, it's quite convenient to go on the um, Eurostar, just because it's, um, how do you say, like, it's just basically like a train journey. So it's just kind of like easy, simple. I've come to Charles de Gaulle by plane, once visiting my parents mm-hmm. um and it's a lot of hassle i don't know about you nisha but i get a lot of stress travel stress yeah, travel anxiety and going by air just times that by a hundred because i feel yeah. like oh my god especially because normally if you're gonna go to charles de gaulle if it's quite a small flight like from the uk to france uh, you're probably going to go on a budget airline. You're going to go on an airline that's going to be probably like EasyJet or something like that because it's the cheapest. And from my experience, now nah, I can't be doing that. I just, it's too much stress, too much delay, <laughs> too mm. much uncertainty with those type of airlines. And I always find that Eurostar has always been on time. Mm-hmm. There was a point in my life, Asia, that I used to be on Eurostar every other month or every month. Oof coming to see Fabrice <laughs> and um, yeah it's a lot anyway but I always found that Eurostar has always been very accommodation accommodating mm-hmm. if you uh, have if you're going to go on Eurostar I totally recommend going on the app download the app the app will have not only your tickets for you to be able to scan on your phone but mm-hmm. also it will have all the kind of discounts by the way if you're going to exchange money if you're in St. Pancras, uh, <laughs> international, there is uh, a exchange service called the ICE Exchange Service. I would always exchange my euros there because you can get uh, basically free exchange there if you have the app. So okay. you don't have to pay uh, 
for the little service that they do there. So that's always a good thing. And also uh, one cool thing about St Pancras is that it's really cool because you have all the lovely shop shops. You have M&S quite next door to where the Eurostar tunnel is and you can just buy food, bring on your drinks, all that type of stuff that we were talking in previous episodes, like bottles of water. You can get that right there and then. You don't need to like yeah. get it afterwards. And it's just convenient. I know Eurostar is a little bit more expensive, but this is when Lija's mantra comes in. It comes in with the planning. <laughs> if you plan far in advance, you can get really, really cheap tickets on the Eurostar. I'm talking yeah. about... 25 29 euros per journey Oof. type of that is that is i mean in belgium it's at least 80 euros yeah. at least it's expensive but if you're looking into the future <laughs> and yeah. you're doing that trust me i've been on the eurostar so many times that i've had free journeys because i've bought so many tickets um mm. if you are looking for an advance and sometimes eurostar does like competitions where they have like an offer running for like maybe like a couple weeks where any tickets bought in that time is like the cheapest tickets you can get. Mm -hmm. So definitely be on the lookout for those type of things, but just make sure that you're planning for an advance because Eurostar can be pricey. I know mm -hmm. it's more cheaper to go by air, but if I was going to pick the two, I would probably pick Eurostar out, mm -hmm. out of flying. Yeah. Same. Yeah, Eurostar is a very good service. Um, I always take it when I go to London, of course. So, love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what would you suggest if you have a, ho a hotel, like traveling from the hotel or traveling to the hotel? So, if you arrive by train, um, the closest hotel is a Disneyland hotel, of course. So, you can walk from the station to the entrance. However, if you have luggage, it's a little bit uncomfortable, I guess, because you will have to walk through the general security gates. Yeah. Um, like everyone who's just entering to go to the parks. Um, if you have another Disney hotel, you can either take the shuttle bus at the station or you can walk through the village. Um, it probably depends on your energy level and the amount of luggage you have. Um, I don't mind walking, although Santa Fe and Cheyenne are a bit further. Um, they're about 20 to 25 minutes walking. Um, New York, Sequoia and Newport Bay are um, around the main lake. And about 10 to 15 minutes walk. If you can take a bus shuttle, I mean, it doesn't drive every minute, of course. So you will have to either wait for a couple of minutes. I, I assume every 10, maybe 20 minutes. And the bus takes, I mean, it takes only five, maybe 10 minutes. So it's pretty convenient. Although I don't mind to take a little walk. Yeah. Oh, I was going to also elaborate on that is um, anyone who's staying in the... Um, the Val d'Europe area, so the Chassis and Ceres area, uh, there is loads and loads of frequent buses in mm -hmm. that area. Um, I believe like the number 34 is one of the big ones that they have there. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely, if you're going to be staying in that area, whether it be by hotel, uh, in one of those, or the spa that they have there, uh, yeah. definitely uh, worthwhile checking out the train, uh, the bus time, sorry. Um, and it's always running. It's always really well run. So, uh, mm -hmm. and it takes you straight to where the shuttle normally drops people off. So it's no any different. So that's just something to, to think about T. Hmm. Uh, 
is there anywhere to store your luggage? So if you are coming by train or whatever means where you have to have your luggage with you, uh, I know the design, uh, the Disney hotel is pretty easy, but of course you can check in. Uh, but when you check out, is there like a Disney Express service where you can take your luggage or they can keep it uh, or at the station if you can leave it at, at them before 11 a.m.? Yeah, so the Disney Express does that. So if you leave before 11 a.m., you can just drop off your luggage and they will take it to the station. Um, you can store your luggage in the station yourself or at a guest service at the entrance of DLP. You will have to pay an extra amount. So if you are, for example, uh, in a, a partner hotel booking, I would suggest leaving your lug luggage in the storage and picking it up at the end of the day and then take the transport to your um, hotel, which I assume would be a Disney shuttle, an Uber or a taxi. I have a feeling that probably one of the easier ways, uh, especially if you're on the continent, uh, mm. would be by a car. To come to I would say I would say yes 100% absolutely yeah uh so for people outside of Belgium and France um or Germany I guess too mm -hmm. um there are options of trains car or plane uh people often ask us what's the best transportation is but it all depends where you're coming from if you're one of the uh neighboring countries like Belgium Spain, Germany, we would suggest you coming by car, although probably from Spain, that's quite a long way to come mm -hmm. by. Um, even though, you know, Spain's quite a cool place to get air travel, quite good with air travel. Definitely. Um, yeah. When it comes to that. Uh, and of course, depending where you're driving from too, uh, we know that our friends, uh, Masha and Julia, did a nine hour, nine hour <laughs> car drive from yeah, Hamburg. Crazy. Crazy, That's absolutely crazy. A lot. I can't even. Yeah. No, I can't no. ever do that. But mm. um, if if you're up for the journey, if you're up for the car drive, for sure it might be worth it. Uh, nine hours, though. I'm not sure, but if if you're up for the journey and you're up for taking yourself, like not doing it all in one go, that's probably mm -hmm. quite a good idea to do. Uh, if you do ch choose to come by plane, we we'll suggest that you're looking at a total package with the hotel and transport. Um, that's a good budget idea. If you would like to go for a partner hotel uh, and you would need some transport, airport, uh, airport to hotel and hotel to the parks and back is something you might need to think about too. Uh, so it's probably more exha uh, exhausting route if uh, the hotel doesn't have a shuttle service. So that's why it's important to make sure that if you are staying on something that it's not a Disney hotel, uh, that it does have a shuttle service or at least has a good bus route that can take you there that's going to run often and regularly as well. Of course, uh, just keep this in mind. Each time you're booking anything, just do your research, plan, plan, plan. Uh, mm -hmm. If you come by train, uh, you'll arrive at the parks. If you then have a partner hotel, we would also suggest that taking a hotel with a shuttle, it's free. So for example, some of the affiliate hotels with Disneyland will have a free shuttle service. So you mm -hmm. wouldn't have to worry about a thing. Uh, you'll also have to pay for an Uber or taxi. If you are coming, for example, from the airport and don't want to take uh, whatever transport system there is, like the bus, or if you want to go from hotel to park and they don't have a shuttle service as well. 
if you don't have an AP, you'll either have to pay for the parking or book at the Disney hotel where you can park your car. Uh, unfortunately, there are no boats coming to DLP <laughs> at times. I guess maybe the, the, the English Channel ferry <laughs> would be a boat, but it's not like, doesn't drive you directly down the Seine. And, <laughs> and all the way not. imagine imagine if there was one that took you all the way down wow a molly brown just just coming in yeah uh, <laughs> uh, if you have any questions on getting there please let us know we're more than happy and willing to help thank you so much guys for listening to this episode we hope that you enjoyed listening to us on this episode of how to plan for dlp uh, and tune in to us next time when we're talking about well we're talking about um i think restaurants how to book a restaurant how to book restaurants guys (laughs) (laughs) when we're talking about how to book restaurants uh don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and have a magical day